Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's always funny going, and you probably feel the same way you walk into the office. That transition from like... Before the show to when the show starts, it's kind of jolting sometimes. Yeah, when, you, when you're when you not talking and then you actually have to talk. And all of a sudden, you're... <laughs> clear your throat. My, my guys, you guys, my cold is like, it's so annoying. It's just like lingering. It's very frustrating. So annoying. It's like six days later, you're like, okay, I'm over it now. Yeah. All right, six o'clock, love. What's up? Why don't we do some shout outs this morning? Anybody that's awake here in Maryland, we'd love to say hello to you. Thank you for being a part of our show, especially so early, man. You guys, there's not, not a lot of us here right now. But, like, loyal, amazing humans. So be heard. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica is here. Good morning to Jess R. from West, from Westminster. Clever Kevin is here. I'm so sorry. I sound like this. Do Magic wanna, Mike, good morning. Uh, John the Wheelman is here. Who else is up with us? John the Annapolis Locator. Good morning. BTSZ is checking in. We have Bonehead with us this morning. John from Middle River. Mama McJam in Elkton. Amanda in Millersville. Terry is here. Mr. W. from Reisterstown. Good morning. Beautiful Beverly is here. Francesca, the nurse, is checking in. Christine, Terrence, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning. Cece, the D.C. educator from Essex. And Nurse Yvonne, good morning. 410-583-1065. Let's do a round of Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. It's already Wednesday, y'all. On Wednesday, it's this is pretty stupid, but something to make you think about first thing Wednesday mornings is I give you two scenarios. Both are unfortunate, but you got to choose which one would you rather and like tell us why over text, okay? (laughs) So picture this. I need you to like let it sink in for a second before you choose one. Would you rather bury your head underground when you're scared? Kind of like an emu, right? So you get scared and all of a sudden you have to like bury your head underground, okay? Or would you rather have your skin glow every time that you're scared? Oh man. You either bury your head underground mm-hmm. like an emu or your skin starts to glow every time that you're scared. 410-583-1065. Thoughts? I pick glow because maybe if I was scared and in danger, at least like other people could see me. 
and they would know something's wrong. And if your head is underground and you're in danger, then like you're just exposed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like half of your body is just up in the air and you don't know what's going on. You're just you're just in the ground hoping for the best. And like, no, if I, I gotta run, I'd rather be glowing and running. This the skin thing though, here's the thing with the skin thing. I hear I, because I don't know. I just I feel like if that was the case, I would just prevent situations where I would have to bury my head underneath the sand. Like if you're like, what's an emu supposed to do? An emu can't say like that's just its natural reaction when it gets scared. It can't say don't do that. Yeah, so there's no way to prevent it. So like I feel like though, I would still choose that over the skin because here's the thing. <laughs> if you literally your skin starts to glow every time you get scared. Anytime you're not being 100% honest and you're uncomfortable. <laughs> like, imagine this radio show, Jess, of like... You could never go to a movie theater to see a scary movie. I mean, I wouldn't even go because I don't watch scary movies. But like, But, like, you could never. You know what I mean? The whole room lights up. Yeah. That's funny. All right. It's, it's super stupid, y'all. But what would you rather? Would you rather bury your head underground when you're scared? Like an emu. Or would you rather have your skin glow every time that you're scared? Text us your answer. There's no right or wrong answer, but like not only like which one, but why you picked your ridiculous answer this morning. Hopadope says glow. Let me shimmer like twilight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, another text. Glowing skin, please. Let people know I'm about to attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, another. I pick glow. I would just be an alien. How cool would that be? <laughs> um, Phoenix Kim today. says I would glow. I'm claustrophobic. I was thinking the same thing about putting your head underground. I would say the same thing. Honestly, I think it's a hundred percent glowing skin right now right. to show when you're scared. Hall of Fame third baseman Brooks Robinson, known as one of the most beloved and accomplished athletes in Baltimore history, has died. He was 86 years old, an integral part of the Orioles family since 1955. The O's held a moment of silence before their game against the Washington Nationals last night, and the teams lined up outside their dugouts to pay respects. And before the game, fans gathered around the nine-foot bronze statue of Robinson inside Camden Yards. Definitely our hearts go out to his family this morning. Man, what a legacy, though, you know? Like, if all the teams can recognize that, if you have such a... Like, hell, if you, we're even, like, stopping down the show to talk about your life and your legacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the way we all want to go out, you know? Number two. McDonald's is adding two new dipping sauces to their menu. The first one is called Mambo, and it's actually based on the popular sauce originally developed in the D.C. area. It's a tomato-based sauce that's sweet, spicy, and vinegary, made to pair with Quarter Pounders and the McCrispy. And the second one is a sweet and spicy jam. This is their first ever breakfast-inspired dipping sauce. It's a spicy jam. It has red pepper and cayenne pepper. Uh, both sauces will hit the menu October 9th for a limited time. I think I'm into it. That's pretty awesome. Both sound good, yeah. Yeah. Number one. As of 12.01 a.m. this morning, the almost five-month-long rider strike officially ended after union leaders at the WGA approved the tentative deal reached with Hollywood Studios and streamers. So next, the members 
of the WGA will vote to ratify the deal. Uh, that's probably going to happen between October 2nd and October 9th. The WGA is claiming victory on all major grounds, including residual pay, AI protections, pay raises, and transparency from studios and streamers. So, obviously, while that chapter ends, the actors' union, SAG-AFTRA, is next at the bargaining table in an effort to get Hollywood completely back to work. Some industry insiders say the two sides could meet within days. I don't know how I feel. About it. I'm happy for them. I guess my secondary feeling is it sucks that it takes six months, basically, Almost five months long writer strike. Yeah, for to like get what I would consider pretty basic protections when you're going to work, right? I mean, that's what you think, but I but I feel like even with a lot of the things that I've read, when you when like studios would talk about this or like whatever whatever you call like people in corporate, it's like their mentality was, well, this is show business. Like you like it's not meant to be glamorous. Like it's almost like the mentality of like you're supposed to struggle. You're supposed to be barely surviving. And having that mentality and mindset of the industry since its very beginning, yeah. you know, it's kind of like... A, it's almost it, like you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, that, hey, listen. But, but that's what they think, which is not actually not fair. Like, these are people, and, like, they deserve to be able to actually live yeah, life. right. So, I, think, I think it's changing, though. I think especially this younger generation, like, they're looking at all this stuff that we built as adults, and they're like, yo, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. This is Jess, and that was your top three. How many of these fall activities do you think are too dangerous for your kids to be doing? They had some pediatricians on the Today Show yesterday talking about, like, hey, me as a parent and a ER pediatrician, I would never let my kids do these activities. And, like, as I'm listening to this segment, I'm like... I just I don't know. I don't know where the line is between letting kids have fun and like things being too risky, yeah, right? But yeah. these are ER pediatric. Like these are people that see kids in the ER every single day. Man, let's go through this list. Number one, trick or treating. What? So the biggest danger with trick or treating happens to be drivers on Halloween night. Mm, by the way, yeah, pedestrian death is forty three percent higher than any other night. Mm -hmm. So, like, does that make you feel... I mean, I guess it depends on the age of your kid. But, like, hearing that, like, it's 50% more dangerous to send your kids out, you know, especially if they're unsupervised. Like, if I had, like, a... God, when, when can kids trick-or-treat by themselves? Like, like 12, 13, 14, something like that? Did you ever trick-or-treat by yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah. Oh, yeah, 12, 13, 14, something like that. Like, when I became a, you know, uh sufficient kid... I'd go out, or at least when I say by myself, like without a parent, you know, like with a group of us. Oh. But now thinking about it in hindsight, I don't know that I would let my kid, my, you know, teenager, young teenager go by themselves with a group because of that. It is, it is still really dangerous out there, you know? I don't think I ever went trick-or-treating by myself. Well, you, you couldn't have sugar. <laughs> Your mom oh, yeah. told you it didn't exist. Did I even go <laughs> trick-or-treating? No, I did. Um, I think, I think with that, I don't, because I'm wondering if, if you are an age to go trick-or-treating by yourself, should you still be trick or treating? Because I, I don't, I don't I think, think I did. I think so. But I did have. But my sister and I are nine and a half years apart, so we always had a parent with us. Okay, that's true. I, I guess with that, like, and also too for us, it was always a family event. But so it you? wasn't just my parents and us. It was like multiple families, parents and kids, and everything. So I think for safety reasons, one, it's super fun, but two, more eyes, and I feel like that could be a safer, a safer option instead of just removing it completely. That just sounds depressing. So uh, we're talking about this list of of pediatricians who work in the ER say they would never let their kids do for this fall. And like, we're like, is this too sensitive 
Or do you also feel like maybe you wouldn't let your kids do this stuff too? Playing fall sports. Most of them said they would not let their kids play fall sports, especially because they're not sure that they're wearing the right protective gear once they're sent to these teams, right? So if you're talking lacrosse, if you're talking football, oh, uh, no if they're way. not wearing like the right things that fit properly, uh, this goes for practice and games as well. A lot of pediatricians say, I'm not letting my kids that's not play fair. fall sports. This sounds very sad. I'll tell you, as someone that's nursing a concussion right now, I, I cannot imagine... My kid, and I, I thought about this for about football for a while now, especially like it's so much contact. No, it's it's crazy. And yeah. I think if I was a parent, I may start to at least think twice about the safety procedures that go into just letting my kid run out there and you know slam into another other kids. I def, I mean, I'm obvious. It is definitely concerning, but I also know that if one of my kids wanted to do any type of fall sports, I would still let them. Let me to give be you honest one, with you. I'll give you one more. Carving pumpkins. Pediatricians say they would not let their kids carve pumpkins, especially unsupervised. No matter what their age is, under 18, they wouldn't let teenagers without being fully supervised. Yeah. But what about like little kids? Let's just say, I mean, I remember I was, I'd be young. Mm-hmm. My parents would hand me a knife, mm-hmm. you know, saying, go, go ahead. Just don't cut yourself. I mean, but thinking about that now, like giving your kid a butcher knife and saying, good luck. Yeah. Would you still let your kid in 2023 carve a pumpkin unsupervised or even with supervision? I think depending on the age, I feel like I just remember for me, I could outline what I wanted and then my parents would carve it out for me. Yeah. And then eventually still, I couldn't even use a real knife. I had to use the lame ones that were super (laughs) tiny that took you an hour and a half to even like carve out a triangle, but it is what it is. Would you let your kid though, like, like... have a full knife in their hand carving a pumpkin? Uh, no. I don't think I would either. Let's get serious for a minute, then let's have some fun, okay? In serious note, this time tomorrow on the show, at this time, we're going to be talking about what I went through two weeks ago. And all I've been able to share so far is that I would say top three worst things I've ever had to go through. Mm -hmm. I would say for most people, this would be one of the more scary and terrifying things to have to go through in a lifetime. Yeah. And I've taken some time to kind of reflect on everything. And I want to share it for two reasons. One, because I want you to kind of know what's going on. If the show seems a little off or weird, if I'm like kind of disappear from social media uh, for a while, you'll understand that. But two, I hope that like hearing my story, if it can like prevent one person from going through what I went through, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe just by hearing it and recognizing that like, it could have literally been anybody, you know? Yeah, it's a reality, unfortunately. That I hope that like, my hardship can like, prevent somebody else from having to go through the same exact thing. So just know tomorrow's show is going to be a little bit heavy. If you're a sensitive person, it may not be the best episode to turn into, Mm -hmm. uh, tune into, but that's going to be this time tomorrow. Now, in a complete 180 of that situation... Hello, my name is Erin. I am 10 years old, and I live in Hampstead. And what is the best dance move you can do in the rain? (laughs) What is the best dance move that you can do in the rain? Couldn't be a more appropriate transition here. (laughs) Welcome to Kid Jokes, everybody. If you've never been here for one of these before, this is just, this is fun. This is light. What is it? All the kids from all over the state of Maryland get to take over our show and become the star of Mix 106.5. And then they tell us their best and funniest kid joke. And then we do our best to try and solve them. But it's honestly kind of the most difficult thing that we do on the show. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like As an adult, honestly, 
Like, listen to some of these and see if you know the answers. Maybe you've had kids, you've heard some of these. Jess and I sit here and we struggle. Yeah. If we get 20% of these right, we feel like an accomplished adult. They're difficult. Right? Yeah. So, if you've got a funny kid in the car with you right now that's got a great joke for us, call our kid joke hotline and leave us that joke, okay? That number, 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Okay, I'm sorry, the joke one more time was... Said, and what is the best dance move you can do in the rain? What's the best dance move that you can do in the rain? Not the running man. The worm, maybe? Okay, worm. I could see the worm. But I feel like it's got to be punnier than that. What, when in doubt, go punny, because that's usually what will happen here. Isn't but like, there a rain dance? Rain dance. But isn't there? Like, why not just do the rain? But, like, actually? Wait, is there? What's, oh, what about, no, that doesn't make sense. Remember the sprinkler dance from, like, back the in the day? Let's go. We're going with the sprinkler. A pirouette. Pirouette. Oh, that makes sense. Ballerina move, right? Yes. Pirouette. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See? That's how they do us here. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, Henry. I'm 11, and I'm calling you from Baltimore. You want to hear a piece of joke? <laughs> Henry means business. I love it. Do you want to hear a pizza joke? Please. We, we sure yes, do. Please, yeah, we do. Nah, it's too cheesy. Oh, <laughs> nah. It's too cheesy. I like that one. We, we call this Kid Jokes 855-KID-JOKE. If you have a funny kid in the car that wants to share one with us and see if we can solve it. I am Erin, 8 years old, and I live in Maryland, Boston. And my joke is, what do you call a wolf that is lost? A what? What do you call a wolf that is lost? Oh no, a lone wolf. I oh, mean, this probably is it too much? Yo, is it too is Jessica it too Ducha, obvious? Everybody. This is a college educated woman with that one. A lone wolf, yeah. We'll go with lone wolf. A werewolf. A what? A werewolf. A werewolf, like where are you? Um Yes. It was too, yours was too logical. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's and that's where they get you. Lone wolf would have made sense, but it's not as funny as no, werewolf. No, it's not. I get it. Hi, my name's Ada. I'm nine years old. I live in Abingdon, Maryland. My joke is, what did the candle say to the other candle? You light up my life. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna go. So, what did the, what did one candle say to the other candle? God, I'm I going say to you light up my life. Yeah, that's a like, sweet thing like to say. You you light. It's gonna be something you light something something right. Yeah, yeah. Like I would put money on it. I'll put five million dollars. That should be a Valentine's Day card, honestly, if it's not. You, you like something, 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 yeah, something, yeah. right? Well, do you want to go out with me tonight? Oh, do you want to go out with me tonight? Go out, because candles go, you blow them out. Oh. Do you want to go out with me tonight? Man. And, and just like that, I lost $5 million. Do that round. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You have no idea how challenging it can be to move a 9,000-piece Lego set across the city. This has been an adventure, y'all. This is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. And if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, allow us to introduce you to this 9,000-piece Lego Titanic set that I bought over the summer. So it all started when we were talking about the submersible. What was it? The submersible Titanic. Right. And then Kramer was, like, talking so much trash about the Titanic movie. It was, like, so terrible. And then this man decides to go purchase how much? Almost $700? It was a seven hundred dollars. So I got fed because I was looking up so much stuff about the Titanic. I got fed a Lego set. It was like here's a nine thousand and ninety piece Lego set that cost almost seven hundred dollars. And then it was like, okay, but where are you going to put it? You can't like hide it in your closet. So that's where Jamie comes in. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning. How are you? We're good. For those that haven't heard you on our show yet, how did you get involved in this whole situation? I work at Kennedy Krieger Institute. I'm the patient and community engagement director. As you were sharing that you made this wonderful purchase (laughs) and just made fun of you, like, what are you going to do with this when you finish it? And I immediately had this, like, panic, overwhelming feeling. At the red light, I pulled over and started texting everyone I knew at work to find out, how do I get to Kramer? (laughs) And I want to display the Lego set in our lobby because while it's it was a ridiculous purchase, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> no, yeah. please, it was. It's going to be so amazing to have at the hospital. And so that really was the benefit because like imagine walking into a guy's apartment and like he's got a giant Titanic Lego set there. It wasn't going to be it. So I, I had to find a good home. It gave me the motivation to keep going because I cannot tell you how many times in this whole process I wanted to quit. <laughs> and if, we, if it wasn't for these kids, I swear to you. And the accountability. It would have been the actual time. Titanic. It would have been on the ground in pieces, okay? That was insensitive, but it's true. That's exactly what it would have been. So, it has taken me 32 hours to complete this set. For those that are playing along at home, that's a full day and a half over the last two months of owning this set. Are you guys ready to see this bad boy? Yeah. Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here is. Wow. <laughs> okay, so there's a chunk on the side missing. Yeah, okay. But other than that, yeah. that looks really, really good. Right. Oh my gosh, that I looks mean, so good. This video, by the way, uh, just search Kramer and Jess, Kramer and Jess, either on Facebook or Instagram. So, let me be honest with you. Transporting a 9,000-piece Titanic set from your home to the radio studio is almost like the actual Titanic setting sail. What I did was I took it down the night before. Okay. So you would be shocked how many people wanted to stop and talk about the Lego Titanic set. Well, trying obviously. to get How could you not? How could you not want to see this thing, right? Because well, if I see a random man carrying a, a massive Lego set, I'd be like, what are you doing with it? It's Where gonna be, are you going? It's a conversation piece for sure, right? Yeah. Okay, so now imagine this put this thing into my car. Uh-huh. On top of that, then you all know how the roads in downtown Baltimore are, right? So yeah. like, I couldn't really buckle this thing in because yeah. that was going to start to break things. I have literally, I'll show you right now in the video, no. getting Ed Kramer and Jess. <laughs> we've no. lost. It's falling apart. We've lost oh, about about 50, 50 pieces so far, at least, if not more. No. We can no longer call this the 9,000 piece Lego Titanic set. We need to call this the 8,000 piece to kind of set the expectation for the kids, I feel like, right? It's really unbelievable. I can't thank you enough. 
It's honestly, it's the, the, the least I can do, honestly. Well, it was actually the most I could have done this summer. <laughs> do you think it's rude to just straight up ask for money as a wedding gift? If my dress doesn't fit, I'm not going to It's the bride-to-be report with Jess. As a bride-to-be myself, my fiancé, Garage Boy, and I are getting married in 219 days. Wow. That's seven months and six days. Um, I am full speed ahead in my wedding planning process, so I just bring you all the latest news in the wedding world. And according to new research, more couples are asking for money for a down payment instead of physical gifts as a present. So according to a new survey from Realtor.com, 85% of those who created a wedding registry in the last two years would have actually preferred to get money for a down, pay- down payment on a home instead of instead of an actual physical gift. And 80% of people said if they could do it all again, they would include an option for their registry for people to be able just to give them money. 82% of newlyweds said that they felt obligated to register for traditional presents like home furnishing and dishes. And as a result, 88% of respondents ended up registering for gifts that they actually didn't even really want. I mean, those are high numbers. That's man. very, very high numbers. We're not talking numbers. like 50 50. We're saying major- almost everybody yeah. said that. I mean, how does that make you feel as, as a bride to be? Well, I will say, as far as the 82% of newlyweds that felt obligated, I have heard from multiple family members tell Garage Boy and I that we should have a registry with physical gifts because our older people in our family or people will prefer to get physical gifts instead of money. I've had many people tell us that. And so I have felt a little, a part of me has felt obligated to create that when really that's not really something that we want to do per se, just because we have already been living together for quite some time. And I think I would prefer to save money for a down payment for when we're finally able to afford a house than get new bed sheets. You don't need, you don't need one of those those stand blenders. You know what I mean? Like you don't don't need that. You don't need fancy silverware. And a lot of people have been like, you need to do that because people prefer to do X, Y, and Z. So I understand where they're coming from with this feeling of obligation, but I don't want to come across as rude. Do you think it would be rude to ask people just to send you money instead? Well, I think I, I like that it's that it's going towards a purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like I feel like that's you're investing in a really big moment and substantial, you know, era in our life of finally being able to purchase our first home. Right. And I think I would rather have the people that I love and that are coming to a day to celebrate us to, you know, put their energy towards that sure. than like things I think that really are that we don't need right now. You're asking the wrong guy. I know. You want me to charge people to come to my wedding. I, I literally told Jess, why not just charge for tickets to come to your wedding? I don't think that's rude at all. Like, like you charge for almost everything else. Why would you not charge to come to your wedding? Oh I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care if you have a registry or not. I'm going to Venmo you money for your wedding. Just gift. make sure to text me to do that because the last time you did that, I didn't even know I got <laughs> it from you. Well, I'll, like my birthday. I'll text you and I'll Venmo you. <laughs> I mean, the last wedding I went to, my buddy, I literally, I just Venmo some cash and was like, you know, happy wedding day. Yeah. I don't think it's rude at all, but I also know that I'm very far from traditional. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess.
number three. The Orioles have announced that Hall of Fame third baseman Brooks Robinson has passed away at the age of 86. Brooks stood among the greatest defensive players who have ever lived. He was a two-time World Series champion, the 1964 American League MVP, and the winner of 16 consecutive gold gloves at third base. Fans are invited to remember Robinson by visiting his statue outside Oriole Park at Camden Yards beginning today through October 1st. Fans can visit the Brooks statue from 7 a.m. until four hours prior to first pitch, and then access will reopen during regular game hours. Obviously, it's a sad situation, but like, God, my dude lived a life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't you hope that like when you pass away, that you have some type of legacy where people are able to say, and you may not may not be on your local radio station, but like, don't you wish you have? Don't you hope you have some kind of like accomplish this, 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 Absolutely. and this? You know, so. Rest in peace for sure, and like, what an amazing legacy you left. Number two. Tinder has just announced a new exclusive high-end membership tier called Tinder Select. Have you seen this? No. Guess how much Guess how much this membership costs a month. Tell me what it is first, and I'll tell you what I think it's worth. So, the membership gets special access to Tinder's most sought-after profiles to, quote, exceptional connections. Um, you get a select badge to their profile along with other perks like you can send DMs. Apparently, there's like a cap on actually sending DMs if you guys don't match. Mm. So you're allowed to do that only twice a week. So you can DM people you don't match with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, in the dating app world, so I'm single in case you don't know. I deleted dating apps back in January. I have not even downloaded them again because I just think they're all nonsensical. But like, um, They also want to keep the number of select users to less than 1%. Oh, That's how exclusive for that, this thing is. They're charging like 200 bucks a month for sure. $499 a month. <laughs> That's $6,000 a year for this Tinder membership. Also, you have to apply. And they say that they're going to open it to their most active users on a rolling basis. Well, what they're trying to do, there's some dating apps out there. The League is one of them. Uh, what's the one for celebrities? Raya? Is that Raya. what it's called? Mm-hmm. Where it's like they make it super exclusive so you feel like you're somebody by using it. And you're only going to meet people that are some quote-unquote somebodies. Mm. Do I think it's worth five hundred dollars a month? Like what? Like what are you like? What are you even basing your relationship off of at that point? You know, like if you meet somebody, and you know they pay five hundred dollars a month to use Tinder. And no thanks. Number one. Britney Spears posted an Instagram video of herself dancing with two butcher knives with the caption, I started playing in the kitchen with knives today. But after fans on social media exposed concern, she added, quote, don't worry, they are not real knives. Halloween is soon. That's somewhat calm a situation, but she does hit the knives together in the video, and you can hear the metal clanging together, which still left fans pretty concerned. TMZ has previously reported that she has a fascination with knives and keeps them all over her house, including her bedroom, for protection. Um, When Britney's conservatorship finally ended, actually, one of the recommendations was that she be kept away from knives. Her upcoming memoir, The Woman in Me, is set to be released October 24th. Did you see that video? I did not. I saw that video. They're like, they're really big knives too, by the way. So here's a question. And this is not going to be a popular answer to have, but I want you just to be honest with yourself. We all sat here two years ago and we're like, free Britney. She deserves to have her freedom. Like, she doesn't need a conservatorship. She, she's fine. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest, man. There's been a lot of things that's worried me about her life. And this is just one small example. I mean, once a week, I feel like we're coming on here and we're like, uh, do we feel like maybe that conservatorship was for the best now in hindsight? 
I'm going to say no, and I'll tell you why. I think the reason and what was going on within the conservatorship and what her father and the team around her at the time was doing to her has pushed her to this point, to where this is what she is left with now. And I don't think it's fair to point a finger at her and call her crazy when yeah. this is what they've led her to. But I do think she needs assistance and guidance by people who actually care about her. Just something, right? Yeah. It just seems, it's, it's a lot of days I just feel like, ugh, for her. This is Jess, and that was your top three. This next segment, though, is dedicated to every single person in the state of Maryland. To bay or not to bay, that is the Maryland question. I mean, it's like our thing, right? Yeah. Like, there's not a more Maryland thing. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of Maryland things. Like, the Ravens, obviously. Nobody else has an Old Bay segment, though. I'll tell you that. Yo, that's the deal. I will give our our, our show. Our show is kind of mediocre some days, but the fact that we have an Old Bay radio segment. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty epic, right? Yeah. Explain the backstory for those who don't know. So Kramer and I have officially been here for about three years now, but when we first moved here, everyone was like, have you tried Old Bay? And actually we haven't. I'm from California. Kramer's from Georgia. Neither of us have ever had Old Bay, and it's kind of weird because the rest of the country doesn't really know about it. Yeah. And everyone said you can put it on anything. So we wanted to create a segment to test that theory to put Old Bay on items that you probably wouldn't put Old Bay on to tell you if that's true or not. It's your civic duty. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. So uh, what are we doing this week? So if you you don't know it's national pepperoni pizza day this month okay it's also national cheese pizza day this month so if you needed an excuse to get pizza before september is over there it is this is it all yeah. right and we've never done Old Bay on pizza, which is kind of an obvious item to try, but we haven't done it yet. How have we not? I don't know. Like, we have, like, really stretched our imaginations with some of these things, like and cotton this candy. This is so simple, right? <laughs> Every week we're like, what can we try? What can we try? And yesterday I was talking to Kramer, I'm like, why don't we just do pizza? Super simple. Yeah. All right. Well, do you need to take a bite of regular pizza I first? Don't, I don't okay. want to because I honestly should not be eating this pizza this early in the morning. <laughs> so I just want to get this over with because the smell of this pizza in my studio is driving me nuts. All right. So just uh, we're going to literally just put Old Bay onto cheese pizza. Onto a pepperoni pizza. Oh, it's pepperoni pizza? Yeah, I got pepperoni. Okay. And like we're going to see like is, is pizza actually better with Old Bay, with Old Bay on it? Jessica Dutra doing her weekly duty for us here. Here we go. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it. I don't, why have we never done that before? I'm actually kind of annoyed with you know, myself. I'll tell you, the first time I actually saw Old Bay in my whole entire life was at a pizza restaurant up really? in Hunt Valley. Yeah, right there in the mall. I forget what it's called now. But I remember that's the first time I ever saw it. I was like, what the hell is this? It was ne- next to the Hot Peppers. And I was like... You guys, that's so good. What the world is this three years ago? Why have I never done that before? Maybe the way to go. So when it comes to pizza in general, is it to bay or not to bay? It's obviously to bay. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 